Al, we have been waiting. We had, I should say, we had been waiting for this game mm-hmm. that we're going to talk about for four and a half years. Wow, did it really take that long? It was first unveiled in January 2017. Oh, boy. Well, January 2017 was a bad time for me. So It was also like two decades ago. Two decades. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a very bad month for me, so I'm not surprised that I forgot that that was what I was like. God, that's a while, though, anyway. Mm-hmm. But, but regardless, yes, it's been a while. Um, <laughs> It's been this a while. is re- this is relevant. Oh, it's, it's not. It's kind of relevant to our to our podcast. It's today, butt but rock. Been a while. But yes, uh, we're gonna talk about a game that came out late last year mm-hmm. that took a while to get to us. Mm-hmm. So, hello, welcome to this week's episode of Seasonal Anime Checkup OVA. It's a podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. Hello, I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Al and Ladium. Hello. This is episode number two six six, and we're gonna be talking about Shin Megami Tensei five. Yep. The latest mainline incarnation in the Shin Megami Tensei series. Mm-hmm. Because everyone wants you to play a real Shin Megami Tensei game. Sure, they do. And you know, this is the series that you do that with. Yeah. Exactly. So, yes, uh, this game came out on November <laughs> 11th, 2021, in Japan, and then a day later for everywhere else. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> just the just just the way the cookie crumbles. Mm-hmm. This is only out on the Switch as of this recording. With the way Alice is nowadays, that might get ported to PC or something else sometime down the line. Who knows at this point? Not me. We'll have to we'll have to wait and see on that. But yeah, January twenty seventeen. That was the day that they unveiled the Switch. And they also showed off a very brief teaser trailer of like, hey, we're making Shin Megami Tensei 5. And everyone was like, whoa, cool. Right, I remember that. And then you just didn't hear about it for like two or three years after that. I remember there was a hee-ho on the trailer. Yes. Hee-ho. Because all they show was like demons in high def. Yeah. And they were like, hey, SMT5. Yep. All right, see ya. We'll see you again in three years. (laughs) Goodbye. But yes, it did finally come out, and uh, it is a video game. It sure it's a Shin Megami Tensei game. Sure is a video game. You're getting pretty much what you would expect with that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, take that for what take that for what it's worth. I guess we should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you want to talk a little bit about the development of this game, please? Let's see. This was uh, obviously developed by Atlas. I know, very shocking. What? Produced by Kazuyuki Yamai, the previous director of Shin Megami Tensei 4. One of the development team's goals with the game is to depict, to depict and sympathize with modern issues such as unemployment, unease about retirement, terrorism, nuclear weapons, and home problems. I don't think any of that is in this video game. <laughs> None of that is in this video game. What? To be fair, that is a quote from an article from 2017, so things have probably changed in the time that that, they said that and when the game came out. So maybe that was the original plan, and then it's just like... Yeah. Uh, The game is developed as a hybrid between the profound charm of Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne and the demon-raising gameplay in Shin Megami Tensei 4, which I guess we we should mention, like, I have not really played it like smt3 i've played like a little bit of it and then i kind of bounced off of it i've played but I did smt3 play through, but 
but I played through all of SMT4. I did not play Apocalypse. I played a little bit of it, but didn't really commit to it. But yeah. I played three. I gave up on four. Four has that very hard opening, and then he's like, Phew. Yep. Woofa doofa. Yep. Um, outside of that, like, I've played some of If, and then I own, like, some of the PS2 spinoff games, but, like, outside of that, I don't, like, haven't played, like, a ton of, like, mainline SMT stuff. Like the Devil Summoner games? You play those? Which one are those? Was that the... They were on PS2, I think. No, I have them, but I I never played them. Oh, okay. Like, I have that in the, the Rido games. Okay. And then I, I think I have one of the... Uh, the turn-based strategy ones on 3ds right but i didn't really like that so <laughs> i didn't get far in that one either well strategy games are not really like your favorite genre anyway so true i'm not surprised so that by kinda, that that was kind of a disappointment on my end <laughs> my smt knowledge is kind of not as high as like you know other parts of the atlas piece of the pie i guess you'd say but like obviously like you know it's hard not to know about SMT, considering, you know, how influential it has been with Atlas and, you know, what they've been able to do for the past 30 years at this point. Jesus. So, yeah. Uh, bear that in mind, I guess, as we move forward and talk about SMT5 or not. You know, it's whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. Call whatever you want. Make your own decisions. <laughs> exactly. Uh, this game was developed using Unreal Engine 4, a first for Atlas, according to Yamai. Moving to Unreal Engine 4 changed the way they create games, as the ability to create something and immediately see it within the game allows them to spend more time on trial and error and coming up with ideas. The decision to develop the game for the Switch was made as Yamai liked its portability combined with its capability for high-definition graphics, although there were some challenges involved since Shin Megami Tensei V was Atlas's first time developing for the platform. The higher hardware capabilities of the Switch meant that demons in the game look a or took approximately three times as long to develop when compared to previous Shin Megami Tensei games. Uh, the game was revealed in January 2017 as part of Nintendo's unveiling of the Nintendo Switch console in the form of a teaser trailer featuring a destroyed office building and a number of demons. At the time of the announcement, development had just started and the game was presented as Shin Megami Tensei brand new title. <laughs> <laughs> the Shin Megami Tensei 5 title was announced in October of the same year to coincide with the 25th anniversary of the original Shin Megami Tensei, along with a new trailer showing a modern-day Tokyo train station in a post-apocalyptic city scene. At this point, Yamai described the development as not even far enough for Alice to be able to say, coming soon. <laughs> Dang. By February 2018, he described the project as having entered full-scale development, with more and more Alice staff joining the production. Although Atlas USA did not initially know whether they would get to localize the game for the Western market, they still sent out a press release about the game's announcement in January 2017. An international release was announced in November 2017. Responding to worries about the development development's progress following a lack of status updates, Atlas reaffirmed in 2019 that the game was still in active development. A trailer was shown during a July 2020 Nintendo Direct presentation, and another at E3 2021, announcing the game's release date of November 11, 2021 Japan, and worldwide a day later. So yeah, I guess it makes sense, like, why this took so long. If When they show that teaser trailer, they were like, yeah, we are just starting on this. Yeah, woof. We're just getting going on this. Woof. Maybe should have waited a little bit on that one, guys. I mean, to be fair, I guess, like, you know, Nintendo probably wanted, like, marquee things, especially because, like, I think that that Switch unveiling was done in Japan. Oh, right. So, because I remember it was, like, at a very weird time. It was at a very weird time. So I think that could have just been a thing of, like, hey, you know, we know you're making this, so, like, we'll just throw that out there. And 
this is around the same time that like you know they would throw like oh hey we're making metroid prime 4 and all that sort of stuff so like <laughs> nintendo was very much in the idea of you know hey we're gonna throw out that we're making this and then go quiet for years if we need to just to say hey we're making this thing shut up yep <laughs> don't talk to us about this makes sense um with all that being said, uh, despite the long wait time, this did seem to go pretty well for Atlas in terms of sales and everything. Uh, it debuted as the highest-selling physical video game of the week in Japan with an estimated 143,247 copies sold. It stayed in the top 10 for another two weeks and would go on to sell a total of 184,338 physical copies in Japan before dropping out of Famitsu's reports. In the UK, it debuted as the ninth highest selling and outperformed other recent Japanese role-playing game releases in the region, region, including Bravely Default 2, Monster Hunter Stories 2, and Tales of Arise. And in a New Year's message published by Famitsu, Atlas announced that the game had sold 800,000 copies, which for an SMT game seems like a lot. That's pretty impressive for an SMT yeah. game. Yeah. Considering, like, you know, the popularity of Persona and everything, like, SMT is kind of, is like, is more niche than what Persona is, and Persona is still kind of niche in its own right. So, right to get eight hundred thousand copies is, you know, pretty impressive. Yeah. Dang. Uh, also, sitting at a eighty-five out of a hundred on the Metacritic. Really. So generally, got favorable reviews as well. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah. Um. I guess this is like the the way this game works and everything is that um, it is a little bit more different, I guess you would say, than, than previous SMT games where like, you know, more of those are focused in on like, you know, small corridors or like, you know, traditional like levels and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Whereas this, you have a lot more like open ended areas that you're able to freely explore and everything, go around and, you know, just like find treasures, fight demons and all that sort of stuff. Like obviously the the collecting of demons and fusing and all that sort of stuff remains pretty much the same as like what you would expect from this kind of game. The battle system is relatively, you know, the same as the, 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 you know, you're gaining advantage to get more opportunities to attack and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's, it's that system with like a little bit added onto it. Like there's the, I forget what the, the, the title of it is called. I don't know if it says it on here, but like there's a specific word that they use for like, there's like a little red bar that you like, build up over time and like you can use that to do like special attacks of like oh do you want to like have all your attacks be critical attacks for this turn or like like not cost like one mp or something like that right like you can just do little bonus things i forgot what that bar is called i it's a japanese word and i do not remember what it is called but it's like it's it is a word they use like throughout the game as well Mm -hmm. um but yeah like i think that's basically kind of like the biggest difference in terms of like what's new that they add in the gameplay of this at least in terms of the the fighting mechanics and all that sort of stuff Mm -hmm. um a lot of platforming in this game a lot of platforming maybe a little too much platforming in this game yeah (laughs) yeah because it's it's not really good platforming like it's weird by the time i got to that last area and they were making me platform on those weird blocks i was just like oh my god let me live yeah i i that was that sure was a choice. Sure was a choice. <laughs> that I don't really think paid off well or was like really a really good new addition to the game. Like, no. oh boy, I want this to be a platformer. Oof. It's, uh, it's something, all right. 
Um, but yeah, like most, if, if you think of an SMT game, you basically kind of have the general idea of what this plays like. Yeah. Which I mean, like, hey, that gameplay is good. Like, it's, if you like that loop, if you like those mechanics, like, you're going to have a good time here. If you like going around collecting monsters, you're going to have a good time here, in yep. terms of the gameplay, at least. Yep. So, like, all that is, like, you know, well done and everything. Like, I don't really have really any complaints about that. I don't know if you do, per se, but... I mean, other than the platforming, no, not really. Yeah. Like I said, I think the platforming is probably, like, the one misstep when it comes to the gameplay and everything. Um... It is definitely, it eases you into the game a lot better than SMT4 did. Yes. Where SMT4 was basically like, all right, you're going to throw you into battles and they are going to be hard as, but. as, any, as, as, as hard as we can make it and just make it as completely frustrating. Whereas this like really just like, you know, eases you into things and kind of like gives you like a little on ramp to getting towards like, you know, when things actually start getting difficult, which I think is definitely a response to that opening segment of SMT4 in particular. Yeah. Um, they also added in, like, lots and lots of difficulty levels, which is nice. Right. Um, and I, I think that that was very helpful. Uh, I think SMT4 had, like, a couple, but, like, they really weren't that different in terms of, like, making things, like, significantly more or less difficult. Mm -hmm. I think especially, like, the lesser difficulties were kind of still just pretty hard, but, like, a little more for a little bit forgiving but not entirely forgiving whereas this has like a lot of like the similar style of difficulty that like persona games ha now have yeah which is which is smart like you know give people more options to play the game the way they want it to be played yeah i mean i i won't even lie like i i pretty much camped in the like casual difficulty like the whole time except for when i was trying to cheese things i was like DLC safety mode. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I played this all the way through on casual just because, like, look, I don't really want to have to deal with a lot of. Nope. And I don't care if people are like, oh, you didn't play the game on the normal or hardest difficulty. Like, I don't care. <laughs> Fart noises. Also, to be fair, also, I cheese this game in a way that you're not supposed to cheese this game. No, but you that's totally cheesed hey, it. If the game's going to be hard for the sake of being hard, I'm going to cheese it no, in a fair. way that makes it fair in my terms as well. That's fair, um, and I wish I had thought of doing that, and I did not. But yeah, I played it all the way on casual except for the super boss, which I turned it down to safety just because like, I was like, nah, I don't want to deal with this. Yes, you're that super now. boss. Um, but yeah, like there is, there, there is DLC you can buy for this game that is just like, hey, do you want to flood the world with the uh, Matamas and just like that give you special items that can make you like level up or get different items a lot faster. And I was like, yes, please give me the experience one. <laughs> <laughs> so I just farmed the experience dudes until I got it up to 99. I was like, all right, cool. Let's play the game now. <laughs> and I was in the second area. So wilding. <laughs> so I just cruised through the rest of that game, just like bonking stuff. And I would only fight just to collect things I'm like, Oh, I don't have you in my compendium. All right. You're coming with me. And Man. everything else basically like, died in a turn i was like all right cool whatever i wish i had done that i didn't even think I, about it i mean the, the the bad part about that was the grind yeah yeah that sucks but that i mean like i had a grind sucked. anyway because like i was right yeah, playing yeah, yeah. the game yeah so there you go like then i then i, then I had a i was uh, i had access to high level demons demons like right off rip nice 
Just like running around with my like level seventy dude and like, hey, what's up? Hey, what's up, level twenty five? Yeah, basically. <laughs> Although, like, there are parts of this game where like some of the enemies will run away from you if you're over leveled, but <laughs> then you'll go back to like earlier parts and there will still be enemies who are running straight at you. I'm like, D what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. just getting in my way. Like, there was this one slime dude in like, I think it was the second area that he just kept coming at me. I'm like, bruh, bruh. Why? Go away. Please go away. He's like, we're going to fight. I'm like, no. You're just going to get destroyed. You're, you're going to die in a turn. Please turn the other direction and leave. <laughs> Why are you like this? It's a menace. Very much a menace. Oh, man. I almost had Mara as one of my late game party members nice. for a good bit but then eventually they had to leave because i got higher level folks um i do appreciate that sometimes when you are recruiting demons um like current party demon or current demons that you have around with you will like pop up and have conversations i only had that happen like once i had that happen once with Mara, and it was the most fantastic conversation. I think I showed oh you that. Yeah, I think I think I remember that. Where where um, he he was or they I don't know what Mara is. Um, they were talking about like, oh well, you could ride me, and they're like, no, no, I think I'm good. And he's like, well, I could ride you. <laughs> it's like, oh god. I I had a loading screen tooltip like that gave the backstory about Mara, but I don't remember what it was now. It was interesting because it was like not what you would expect. <laughs> I mean, what would you expect from a giant on a chariot? Right. It was like, it was not that. <laughs> but I was like, oh, huh. Interesting. But yeah. Um, Those conversations can be fun, though. Yes. I got called a boy. You did get called a boy. And I thought that was very funny. Yeah. I, I, I've seen people complain about the translation on this, and no, I think that they're they're wrong they're this is babies. good localization they're babies because this is a fantastic localization like i'm sorry that you don't want to be called a boy but like i'm sure it was pretty similar in japan they just probably worded it slightly different but like it's so good how they do a lot of the the conversations that's probably like the one thing about this game that i was really really into is like having conversations with the demons even though i was really terrible at negotiating with them yeah because sometimes they were also there were good puns about the hair a lot yeah because <laughs> you got like long luscious blue flowing hair you sh you certainly do um, which that's another thing about this game, and I don't know if the development's on there, but like the art direction on this is beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, it reminds me very much of the old style of SMT. Yes, I would uh, I would agree with you on that. It's a very nice nice game. <laughs> nice game. Nice game. Nice game. Um, Wikipedia has the art assigned to Masayuki Doi. Doi. Doy? Doy the Rock Johnson! Not Doy the Rock Johnson, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> it comes back. Uh, but they worked on, as an artist, on the Persona 2 duology, okay, uh, SMT3, the Digital Devil Saga games, the, the Rido game, um, SMT4, 
and then the uh, like remake of Strange Journey, and then this. That tracks. It was very, very pretty. Yes. Um, but yeah. Doing some negotiating all that sort of stuff. There is another like uh feature that they add where that you have to like, you go around and collecting what is called like glory. Yeah. And you can exchange that in for like buffs and things like that that will help you out in like gameplay and things like that. Like, you know, if you level up you'll regain all of your health and MP and stuff like that. Like if you it'll give you help in negotiating and stuff like that. Um it'll help you in terms of your character like having better proficiencies for specific attacks if you want to spec in that direction. Mm-hmm. All that sort of stuff. It increases like, you know, your your skill slots, how many demons you're able to carry at a single point in time, all that sort of stuff. So it's a lot of like, you know, character expansion sort of stuff and, you know, ways to help you improve your gameplay or make things a little bit easier on you or just give you more tools to customize how you want to play through the game essentially. You gotta was, like, find those cool little to do boogers to get the glory, though. Yeah, but, like, they're not that hard to find. If you find the little fox guy, just pay him money. He'll just put them all on the map for you. And That's like, what right. I did every time. Every time I was like, <laughs> I'll go I, find these I folks. will pay you money. You tell me where they are. I'll go get them. I'll get the glory. It's all fine. I mean, like, it keeps, like, um, going up how much you get from each little dude. Yep. Or, like, the little balls of glory you can find in the mm-hmm. in the map as you go from each... each uh, map area to map area which is obviously smart and all that but yeah yeah i like that system i thought it was good um go ahead i was gonna say the little dudes had some interesting things to say sometimes too so they they did and they also kind of like point you in the direction of things sometimes be like hey yeah. you should go this way do this it's like all right cool i like I'll tell you that. something lore wise mm-hmm. which my goodness exactly Someone was like, lore. <laughs> well, to be fair, Maxwell, there was not a lot here. <laughs> yeah, which I uh, I think that's where we should uh, head next in this. Uh, and Is talk about the story. The story. Or the lack thereof of a story. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, there's just not a lot here. There's not. There's not. Um, which I like... I don't know. I, I feel like SMT4 had a little bit more of a story, but it was still really wasn't like, oh boy, here's this in-depth story that you're going to be playing. Right. But like, this is kind of just like, hey, we made the most bare bones story that we could possibly make in terms of putting this game out. It felt so bare bones. Like, mm-hmm. it, it honestly was extremely pointless. Yeah. Um, Basically, the whole premise of this is that you're just a you're a dude going to high school. Yeah, I should do. Just a just random person. Um, bad things, weird things are happening around your town. You go into a tunnel and you get sucked into a weird world, and you meet uh this weird thing named Algami, and you fuse with him to become a Nahobino. Mm-hmm. And then you fight demons. Yep. And then you meet you learn that like oh. The Tokyo government's working with angels, and now you get to work with the prime minister, and some of your high school friends are working with them. Yep. And then you fight more demons. Yep. (laughs) Yep. That's kind of it. That's kind of it. And then obviously at the end, you got to make the law chaos choice. 
yeah. or neutral choice, which is just the, the SMT thing that you do at the end of a game. Yep. It's just not a lot here. It's real weird. There's not a lot here, and it, uh... Oh, boy, it... By the end of it, I was just like, oh, God, why? Why? <laughs> Let's get this over with. For real, let me just get it over with. And I... I... We both got the same ending. Yes. Um, and I went back to watch the other endings before we did this, just so I could do my due diligence. It um is bad. Nothing yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not surprised. It's like I feel like most of the time the other endings, like the non like quote unquote good or canon ending, usually are just kind of like leave you with like a this isn't great yeah. kind of feeling by the time you're done with it. Yeah. So. I felt like going in or going through this. I was just like, "Yeah, this is this is how this is gonna go, huh?" Yep. Um, I think the the fourth ending, like the the secret ending, you can get is the best out of all of them that you can get. It's like the it makes best, the most. It it's... makes the most sense. Um, that doesn't make it good. Like I think it's fine. Like I I think you you have a little bit more problems with it. Yeah. But like, out of all of those, it's it is the best one you could easily get because like it's the one that's like not just gonna leave you with a lot of yeah no i agree it's it's the best but it's that doesn't mean that it's good it's quite frustrating (laughs) tell us how you really feel al i would never okay well we're just gonna mute al for the rest of this podcast hey how's it going everyone Chill Talks with Jared here. Let's talk about Shin Megami Tensei Five. Nice. <laughs> I feel like I hear a voice coming from another direction, but it <laughs> must be the wind. Rude. Yeah. Um. All I like the the side characters as well. Don't really get a whole lot of anything to do. No. Like, you have friend who it works with the government secretly is just a guy you have the weird kid with the hat you have hat kid hat kid who is just we just a, he's like the, he's a he is the the quintessential like normal dude in a weird situation yep and then they just take his character and make him very weird at the end of it very weird it just makes no sense no um there's the girl you hang out with who just gets murdered halfway through yeah she's the the like track jacket goddess yeah and it's like, all right. Uh, nice knowing you, I guess. <laughs> nice knowing you. Uh, then there's like the little sister that hangs out in the fairy village that is apparently sick, but they don't really explain that at all. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not really relevant. Except for at the end with like the, the one demons like wanted to turn her into one of them. And you yeah. have to be like, no, nah, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a bad thing, but uh, don't do that. And he's like, okay. Alright, I guess we won't do all that. Right. But that's the only time it's ever relevant or ever really mentioned. And then you're just like, alright, okay. Sure, like, I know nothing about you, and now I have to care that, like, something is amiss. Right. It's very strange. It's very strange. The only good character in this game, um, 
I liked Algami. I thought he was like a little like just has like your inner voice worked well because like you could just kind of like it obviously it was more like he was kind of like the player choice. Yeah. Of like just, like leading into like all the stuff you would go into, so he'd be like, yeah, "I agree with you on this. This is messed up." Yeah. <laughs> or stuff like that. The only other good character in this game is the the little demon who runs with you throughout like most of the game. Oh, the 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 gal, the, the Sundere gal. Yeah. I love her. She's great. She was good. <laughs> I liked her a lot. Yeah. Um, she was she was a fun character and probably like the highlight of the character writing. Yeah. And you know she was actually like somewhat relevant. Yeah. Yeah. Like. And then and then you get she gets to join your party. Yeah, and she was in my party forever until I got like super super high level. I never got to use her because she was too low level for me. <laughs> well, we can't all be amazing like you, buddy. Look, all my everyone in my party was like level ninety by that point. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she stuck around for a good while for me. Yeah. But I liked her a lot. Yeah. She was fun. Yeah, because you just like show up and be like, "Oh, hey, how's it going? You, you know, you need some help again? So it's not like I'm, I'm here to help you or anything. I just, you know, I saw you in the neighborhood, so I thought, you know, maybe you'd want some company or something." <laughs> and she'll go, "Hey, hey, 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 hey." Yeah, she was fun. I I enjoyed hanging out with her and just the weird stuff that she would get into and be like, "Oh, hey, what's up? Oh, gotta go. Bye. See you later." Yep, I'm out of here. Oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> You're back. You want to hang out? We can hang out, right? 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 <laughs> you want to get rid of that other demon that's hanging out with you and like bring me around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. You want to get rid of Pyro Jack? I mean, not really, but I guess I'll have to. <laughs> you at least have more personality than Pyro Jack. Hee ho. Hee ho. Hee hee ho. Hee hee ho. I like how that's all they say. Yeah. I'm like, that's this is very good. Yeah. Uh, the, the other third characters, uh, Jack Frost, Pyro Jack, King Frost, all good. Black Frost? I never got, I don't think I ever got Black Frost. Did you not do the Black Frost side quest? I did. Maybe I did. I, just, I think I may have used him immediately afterwards. <laughs> wow. Uh, also, Mothman. Mothman! Shouts out to Mothman, the homie. The homie. The one, one true homie. The real one. Um, yeah, they, they at one point made Black Frost into like a mob boss who's trying to like Right, 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 right. Hoard yes. all the alcohol. Yes, I helped like I had definitely helped Black Frost on that. I was like, Yeah, I want you to be a Yakuza boss. <laughs> Let's do this thing. Let's go beat up Dionysus. Um, I killed Black Frost and um <gasps> I, I helped Dionysus. On you are a monster. I I am a monster. I can't believe you. He was more convincing. Why? Black Frost was just like, hee ho, I want I want to have the nightlife. <laughs> I was like, alright, dude, I'm I'm in. <laughs> I'll help you out, buddy. Well, and I wanted to also fuse him so he could have better abilities and I could like use him for a while. That's fair. I Funny. didn't really have that luxury. I was just like, all right, Black Frost, you're with me. Alright, cool. You're getting fused immediately. Yeah. <laughs> I need something new. I need to upgrade the compendium. Yeah, so I, I I I wanted to fuse him so I'd have better abilities with him, and I used him for a good while, so yeah, it ended up working out better for me anyway. Yeah, but, but Black Frost, he ho, he hung out with me anyway. It didn't matter. True. He ho. So yeah, there's there's your top characters in this game, and none of them are actual characters that are them. like meaningful to the story, except for like maybe one. But like outside of that, it's just like uh... yeah. 
<laughs> Although, Although, it has to be mentioned, um, we both named our main character some yes, great names. Yes, we have to talk about this. We do have to talk about this. What do you? Remember, I don't remember what the impetus of this was. Was it just like you were trying to figure out a name and I probably just jokingly said the thing and you're no, like, alright, let's do this? I jokingly said the thing. Oh, okay. Well, that makes it even better because you, <laughs> you had the right idea. Um, so I could not come up with a character name when I started. I was just like, oh my god, what am I going to name this stupid dude? Like, oh, this is hard. And eventually, as a goof, they gave it, you would think it was funny. I was like, <laughs> you know how to appeal to me. I was like, what if I name him Blimp Biscuit? Blimp Biscuit. So I sent you a picture of it. And you're like, yeah, yeah, y- yes. It's like, okay, cool. Limp Biscuit. Um, so it's great because throughout the game, they're just calling me Limp. <laughs> I was like, all right. Oh, yes, Mr. Biscuit. Mr. Biscuit. <laughs> It was really good. I have zero regrets naming him Limp Biscuit. No, that's a it's very good. Oh man, it made the game like actually tolerable to play. It's very good. Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit. It made me really, really it made me laugh a lot. Um and so in response to that, um you were talking about like when you were gonna get this game. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, well, you need to name your character this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which also fit the uh, the theme we were going for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I named my character, of course, Scott Stapp. <laughs> With arms wide open. I mean, really, if I was, if I really was truly role-playing this game, I would have You would have gone... gone with the god route. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> help T.I. Wait, no, T.I. would help you. Yeah, exactly. T.I. would come help me. Yeah, yeah. He would take me higher. <laughs> oh, man. So you were Scott Staff. I was Limp Biscuit. Yeah, so, so I was like, oh, hey, Scott. Hi, oh, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> no regrets. I like, hey there. <laughs> <laughs> I had no How's regrets. How's it going? God, it was funny. I don't know why my brain said, you know, it'd be funny if you named a character Limp Biscuit, but I'm proud of it. Because it was right. You were right. It was funny. <laughs> I was so proud of my brain for doing that. And it was a good decision. It was a very good decision. Oh, man, it was funny. It was really, really good. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, you're running around with the prime minister as Limp Biscuit and Scott Staff. <laughs> Oh, man. And some, like, Avdol-looking guy. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, that guy. Just just randomly here. He just pops up occasionally. He's like, yo, what's he's up? He's just ripped, and he's like, hey, what's up? He's How's it going? So I'm ripped. like, hey, what's up? And How's he's, it going? Then he's like, at the end, he's like, oh, by the way, this is who I really am. I was like, huh? Right, sure, okay, cool. That nice means to see you again. to me. It's nice to see you again. Yeah. All right, cool. Thanks, Avdol. Thanks, ripped monk man. God, he was so ripped. He has like gills on his uh under his man man boobs because of how ripped he is. He's got abs on top of abs. Basically, yeah. I mean, like, well, I guess I understand why a man doesn't run around with a shirt on, because like, you know, if you work that hard for it, you may as well flaunt it, I guess. It's true. Um I will say another thing I actually liked about this game. 
Oh. There was there was a lot of good music, even though I, I only heard like thirty seconds of a lot of it. So there's a lot of good battle themes in this game, especially like once you get towards the end. Yeah. Then I'm just like, oh, this sounds good. All right, it's over. Okay, move it on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also thought it was wild. So, uh, I guess spoiler alert, which I guess was somewhat spoiled things. Like with with the four routes at the end, there's like the follow God route, the follow the Prime Minister route, the like destroy the throne route, and then the neutral route. Mm-hmm. Um which also kind of involves destroying the throne in a sense. It's like the true neutral route. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't remember where I was going with this. <laughs> There's four routes. Where was I going with this? I don't know. You're just describing the routes. You're getting oh. spoiler territory. Oh, I was going to say that, like, you're talking about the the wild music and the good music. Um, I was genuinely startled when Miss, like, Archangel lady just like had her f- head split open and becomes oh, like yeah, a that was cool. demon. I was like, whoa! I was like, whoa! Whoa! Right. Cool, cool face split. Yeah, and then like Mr. Mr. Regular guy just like somehow grows a mullet and gets like demonized and it's like, well, I follow God now. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I, that was that was something. Yeah. He takes his hat off and he's like, all right, I'm very serious now. It's like, okay. I'm devout. And in like, every huh? single route, we murdered the prime minister, uh, two yep. high schoolers, yep, an archangel, yep, and I guess potentially a police officer. Well, we didn't do that. Okay, fair. Well, he dies, yeah, and and some suck. and some of the routes you kill him, and then Lucifer who turns into a mech. Yes, <laughs> which is pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> Sure, why not? Why not? Why not? Um, this is funny. Like, all right, what do we want to make this like his his extreme final boss form? I don't know. Let's just make him to a, a giant robot. Cool. It's like, all right. It's just bizarre to me. I was like, all right, I guess we're just going to ignore the fact that we just murdered the prime minister. To be fair, like, that's kind of how the end of SMT4 goes. Yeah. So like I wasn't surprised that like that was the route that they went. I was, that was basically expecting all of that to happen. So I, well, like it didn't I said, really... it didn't before, so I didn't know. No, no, I I get it. Like, so, but for me, like it, it wasn't like nearly like, probably like as impactful for me as it was for you, or for you as it was for me, or vice versa, or whatever. It was more just like or like surprising or whatever. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. Like, like I was just like, yeah, this is basically gonna happen. Didn't happen. I was like, up oh, already. <laughs> find it strange that there's no repercussions for us murdering two high schoolers and the prime minister. I mean, I guess to be fair, there's no repercussions because we just remake the world and everyone's fine. Yeah, except for our eyeballs. Well, it's because there's two versions of us now. I know. We're like spooky god man with our eyeballs. And I like how they have to like make it so like, maybe this is a bad idea though. It's yeah. like, I don't care. I don't care. Stop trying to make this seem like, oh, this is a bad idea. Like, this is the best option out of all of them. Yep. Like, whatever. Who cares? Let like, these kids have their fun lives. Let them just be kids. It's it's the best one. And I told you um, before we started recording that I, I watched the other ones. And the other ones just end up with like a monologue and yeah, yeah, um, yeah. like you walking in space like uh, Sashomaru from Inuyasha. While someone's like, oh, yes. And then they were devout Christians. <laughs> um, and then the other one's just like, 
and they were able to think for themselves. <laughs> it's like, man, really heavy handed here, guys. Like, be a little subtle. You could do better than this, but they didn't. So yeah, it was it was absolutely the best option in terms of like, how are we gonna end this game? But uh, man, that story is a wet fart. It was definitely like the ending that like if it wouldn't have given me, it would have been the ending I would have wanted. Yeah. Of just like, you know, screw all of this dumb stuff. Let's just make things happy. <laughs> I yeah. want a happy ending in Shin Megami Tensei. I know which, which is a oxymoron, I think. Yeah. <laughs> just a huge conundrum, but everything else, like the way the game was leading up was just like, this is the way that this probably should be. Like all these other options just suck. Yeah. So let's just do this instead. Game Boy, if you're gonna launch down on me, okay. Hi, Game Boy. It's the dangers of owning a Game Boy, in case you were unaware. It's true. <laughs> there are a few few dangers of owning a Game Boy. Goodbye, Game Boy. <laughs> he's out. <laughs> <laughs> he just came to launch himself down onto you, and he's like, "All right, see you later." Goodbye. I just wanted to say hello to you. Yep. Um. So yeah, like we said, the story not not good. Not good. Uh, but I did want to ask, mm-hmm. with how long it had been between SMT four and this, with a uh, an approximate, you know, eight years, Oof. in between games. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think we're gonna wait that long to see SMT six or whatever they decide to do? I mean, Atlas is weird. They're a weird company. Yes. So they don't, I don't know what they are going to be doing over the course of the next few years. Like, obviously, they're making that one fantasy RPG game. Mm-hmm. They're going to make another Persona at mm-hmm. some point. So I wonder what, like, the SMT team is going to be doing in the meantime. Like, do they do, like, a spinoff type game like they did for 4 with Apocalypse? Or do they take some time off and then come back and think oh, right, we'll just make a sixth version of this or re-release an old game well, <laughs> put one, this out on other systems one benefit that they're gonna have now is that they've got like all these demons modeled already yeah but like by the time they put out another game we might be on another console <laughs> well yeah I'm just saying that like if they wanted to do like a quick spinoff or something True, yeah. Like, like, I feel like that's how 4 Apocalypse kind of was. Yeah, like they already have the assets, so it wouldn't be like a huge, huge ask. Yeah. It wouldn't be as much of an undertaking as this was, per se. Correct. So, that's that's my personal opinion on it, but... Yeah. Make of that what you will. But they, they've made so many like weird spinoff SMT games at this point, so like, it's hard to really gauge what they would be doing next, because like... You know, they have so many spinoff series or they could just make a new spinoff series, just do whatever, or just do something else entirely. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Like, it is very much like a thing you just really can't, you really can't gauge with the way Atlas does things most of the time. Nope. They are, they're a weird company. Yes, they are. They are a very, very weird company. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that that's basically Shin Megami Tensei Five in a nutshell. Sure is a video game. Yeah, but I mean, 
We were Limp Biscuit and Scott Stapp, so. Limp Biscuit. You really can't be upset about that. You really can't. <laughs> it's pretty good. This is their fault for letting me name the character. Yeah. They should have known what they were getting themselves into. I mean, I struggled. I was really struggling to figure out what the heck I was going to name this character. It was rough. Yeah. And then, you know, some kind of epiphany happened and uh... divine intervention by the demons or something. They're like, you know what? You should just be Limp Biscuit. It's like, Limp you know, Biscuit. You're correct. I should, in fact, be Limp Biscuit. It's great. I guess like if you were you're like you played through this and you're like, man, I want more SMT style things. Like there's so many games that are being made by SMT Atlas alumni now that are out there. Like there's a game coming out in February that's being made by SMT devs. There's Caligula, Caligula Effect Two. If you want to play through that, don't play the first one. Um, there's the 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 Maguro game that's coming out sometime that he's making. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's a lot of... There's a lot of those types of folks that are out there kind of on their own now that are probably making similar style games. So, if you're, you know, itching for more of that... Of that style, like, it's out there. You just don't really have to go to Atlas for it, per se. Yeah. Or if you do want to go to Atlas, Nocturne got re-released last year, but there's... True. ...some issues with it. Yeah. So, there is all of that. So, yeah. That's SMT5. It's finally out there. It's finally out there. If you want to play through it and all that sort of stuff. It's pretty. It has good music and we It plays all right. We we did it plays some, good, I would say. Some some good translation goofs in there like Yeah. It's generally an okay game. If it had a better story, it would, you know, we would probably think a lot more highly of it. <laughs> yes. There's a lot of there's a lot of things to like about this game and yes. the story is just like Meh. Yeah. And you're just like, "Oh." Yeah, I think I would be much more hype about this if uh, if the story didn't completely suck. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally, totally, totally. But yeah. Also, it's never going to be a choice for me if they're like, hey, you should side with God. I'd be like, no! <laughs> Absolutely not! <laughs> Who do you think I am? Ow. I, I choose chaos. Chaos. Exactly. I mean, I mean, that's coming soon. And it's coming soon! I'm so excited! Chaos. But, uh, but yeah, that's going to wrap up this episode. Hi again, Game Boy. Hello, Game Boy. He's here to, to give us the outro. So if you'd like more from us, head on over to SeasonalAnimeCheckup.com or SAC.cool where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Jared and Now Watch. You can also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Anladium, go to AnLadium.com. She's got columns and reviews. You can follow us on Twitter and TikTok at AnimeCheckup. You can buy our books, One Shiny Moment, a critical analysis of Love, Life, Sunshine, and Hot Tubs and Pac-Man on Amazon.com. And you can join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash S-A-C-O-V-A. Buy us a slice of pizza. Get access to unedited versions of the podcast early and some bonus episodes as well. Mm-hmm. Next week, we'll talk about something else. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of games coming our way this week. Are there? Well, we're getting Caligula, too. Oh, right, right, right. I'm getting the Pokemon game. Pokemon. So, yeah. And you finished up an Atome, or you're finishing up an Atome. I'm trying to finish up an Atome. I, I so, like there's there's a lot, we still have to talk about Great Ace Attorney at some point. We do. We have a lot on our plate. <laughs> we 
which is a good thing. It's, it's better to have a lot on your plate than be like, yeah, what do you want to talk about this week? I yeah. don't, oh, God, what are we doing? <laughs> so, Mason it's a good and the Bernie Sanders. Yes. <laughs> Very specific meme for just us. But yeah. Very specific. We'll figure out what we're talking about next week over the course of the next week. Well, for you, for for you guys, it would be like over the next couple of days, but we'll figure it out for us over the next week. So look forward to something cool, fun, and you know us. Yeah. 